everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and today we are going to be talking about how to take your power back during the day. Um, and a lot of this actually starts before you even wake up of how we prepare for the day the night before. Um, and we're going to be talking about a couple different tips and tricks and habit changes to support your well-being, to support your peace of mind, your mental health, your focus, and honestly, so much more, and just your self-esteem. So we're gonna dive right in. You guys know how I like to do my episodes. No fluff, let's get straight into the good stuff. Dang, it even rhymes, I'm on a roll today. All right, so let's talk about what happens the moment we wake up. Because if we want to know how to take our power back, we have to know what's taking our power in the first place. You know, maybe there's a substance, maybe it's marijuana or caffeine or sweets, you know, but for most in the morning, it's this mental stimulation. There's this dopamine thing that happens where we will grab our phone first thing in the morning. We have been trained to be addicted to our cell phones. It's the source of information. It's the source of connection and communication. And it's the source of social media, which is a huge um, networking platform where we get to see what's going on with other people. We get to post and share things about our life, you know? And so there's always something new. You can keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and it's designed to never have a bottom. There's never an end. And that's what keeps us hooked into it. And so if we go to bed scrolling and then we wake up in the morning and our phone's right there, we naturally grab it and we'll start opening up apps that put our brain into this heightened stimulated state. And it's very exhausting for the body to and for the mind to be processing so much information throughout the whole day. Normally, you know, we wouldn't, if we didn't have our cell phones first thing in the morning, um, our mornings would look very different. It'd be much more slower mentally, right? Because we're still in this dream state of waking up. And when we first wake up, we are the most impressionable that we are throughout the entire day, except for those 30 minutes before going to sleep. It's kind of like if you snooze your alarm, you have like these crazy dreams in between your alarm. And that's because that's like the dream state, right? Right when you're starting to wake up. So if we grab our phone, we start looking at the news or looking at social media, we are allowing our phones to create the focus for the day. We're letting our phones and social media and other people tell us what's important and what to focus on before we actually consult within. So this is one of the first things that I teach. If you're coaching with me through the Glow Sisterhood or through private coaching or other programs, then this is one of the first things that we talk about is our morning routine and how we're setting ourselves up for success. And so in order to take our back, power back, we got to look at what's taking our power. And most of the time, it's our phones. And it, it just requires boundaries because the whole point of boundaries is to create a stronger connection. So if you create boundaries with your phone, then it can feel more purposeful when you do look at it. So it doesn't become this like addicting time waster. And for those of you that maybe have some type of business or service or something that you offer that that part of your livelihood is being on social media, which is me, you know, I, I run my business through social media, through, you know, podcasting and all things tech. So I'm like guaranteed to be on my phone and, and on the on screens all day, you know? So how I prepare myself in the morning to create that space to really connect within my own inner world is so important. 
for sensitive souls, deep feelers, highly empathetic people. The connection you have with your inner world really determines how you connect with the world around you. So if you aren't feeling a sense of confidence or clarity or sense of self and it's feeling foggy and you're just like surviving, we need to slow it down and we need to look at your habits. So that is the first recommendation that I have is is not looking at your phone the first 30 minutes of the day and the last 30 minutes of the day. And the best way to do this is to charge your phone in a place that you can't reach it from being in bed. So if you can lay in bed and reach over and grab your phone, it's just too easy. Like I can't, I myself don't do that because it's too easy um, to just grab it and take a glance. And a lot of the times it's an autopilot response. Like I actually had to remove the Instagram app from my home screen. So if I go into Instagram, I have to actually type in the search bar for the app because it's because I found myself picking at my phone and automatically pressing it because it was just this like memorization of doing it so many times that I was doing it automatically. And so to interrupt that habit, um, I removed the app. So, so we could do a lot of different things. We can charge our phone away from our bed. You know, we can, um, buy an alarm clock that is not our cell phone. So then we don't even have to touch our cell phone in the morning. Um, you know, and then also too, replacing that time with journaling and writing, creating a little plan for the day. This doesn't have to take long. It can be like five to 10 minutes of just checking in with yourself, especially if you um, have been burnt out before or that feeling of depression where you're just like disconnected, like it doesn't even feel like your life, whether it's on the spectrum of being overstimulated or understimulated, right? Where it's like anxious, verge of um, uh, burnout, or if it's on the opposite spectrum of like depression, disconnection, disassociation journaling and writing in the morning of simply saying like, how am I feeling? What's going on in my inner world right now? What thoughts are, are swirling around my consciousness? What's on my plate today? What do I want to accomplish and create today? What's the, what's important. And so I I call it the three by three journal method. What are three things I'm grateful for? What are three things that I want to do today that I'm like, what are those top three things that you want to get done? That if you get those three things done, you will be proud of yourself. What are those top three things? And what are three words to describe how you want to be? What's the three words to describe how you want to show up, right? Do you want to show up? What do you need? It's like, do you need confidence? Do you need focus? Do you need um, uh, clarity? Do you need calmness? calm, calm, calmness, peace of mind, you know, what is it that you need? So what you're doing is you're setting that intention for how you want to show up while you do those things that you need to do. And so depending on how, how I'm feeling, um, sometimes that's enough, but sometimes I still feel overwhelmed even when I have narrowed down those top three things. So then what I will do is I will give each one of those three things a time estimate. So if Uh, recording a podcast episode is on my list of priorities for the day, I estimate, okay, well, how much time is that going to take? And it's normally about an hour, hour and a half from recording it to editing it to publishing it. And so I'm like, okay, that's going to be about an hour and a half. What else is on my list? You know, I'm like, okay, that's going to be about 45 minutes. And then I literally schedule out my day in the morning. So I'm like, okay, so right now for the next hour, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to take a shower and then I'm going to make some breakfast And then I'm going to um, go to, you know, whatever, whatever is on your plate, 
I'm you what I do is I visualize it. I literally write it out like 9 to 9:45. Take a shower, get ready. <laughs> like 10 to 10:30, eat breakfast. Like 11 to 1:30, podcast, you know, or whatever. But I I start to mentally uh, plan it out and I make it very spacious. I don't try to put too many things in there cuz I've already narrowed down the top 3. And the way I like negotiated with myself is anything above that top three is a bonus. And I get to just like give myself that pat on the back. But I'm not going to be upset if it doesn't get done because it's not the priority for today. It's a bonus. You know, and sometimes those bonuses are, for me, stuff around the house. When I'm working from home and I'm like, oh, I want to do the laundry and I want to finish that. But it's not actually a priority today. So that's a bonus item that if I get to it, great. If I don't, no big deal. And, and, you know, sometimes you can kind of ask, okay, well, when, when is it going to get done? And then you can schedule that scheduling creates so much freedom because then when you worry about when something's going to get done, you can instantly like brush that thought away because you know, you already have it scheduled into your calendar. Um, you know, and so another way of creating structure that really helps like take your power back is doing this on a weekly basis. Like I have a weekly planner and for visual learners and like kinetic learners where it's like you want to be able to touch things like you love sticky notes, like being able to write notes, move things around this, like being able to touch in order to learn um, combining with that visual part. Like I'm definitely a visual learner. If someone gives me like a video or graphics, I learn so much more than if it's just someone reading to me and I'm listening. So um, having a, a visual of what your schedule looks like and you can schedule in all the things that are on your plate and then you can look out where's my free time. Where's my where's my downtime, right? I schedule in my downtime, you know, what are what are the things that I got going on? And when you start to visualize it before you do it, it makes it easier to get it done because you're not having to decide what the plan is because you've already done that. So this takes time to integrate into your schedule and like actually creating a schedule, creating some type of structure for yourself. And keep in mind like, I used to be the most unorganized, unscheduled person, and it caused so much overwhelm and anxiety because I never knew exactly what was going on. I was always winging it, and I was used to like being in that chaos, but it, it wasn't supporting my nervous system at all, and I was dropping the ball constantly. I was, I was overscheduling where I'd say yes to two different friends, and then I'd have to bail on one because I didn't put it in my phone calendar. Or someone would ask me if I'm available for something and I would say yes without looking. And so now if someone invites me to something or asks like, hey, you want to do this? I tell, I'll get back to you. I need to look at my calendar first, especially with family. Family's like, are you available to do this? I'll get back to you. I need to look at my calendar first. And then I look at what's in my calendar and I let them know if I'm available or not. And that's why it's so important to schedule in those things, whether it's a breakfast or a lunch or uh, online training or your own gym schedule. Like if you want to go work out or go for a walk or go out to the gym, when are you going? What is the specific time that you're scheduling that in? Because when you set a time, your mind, it's not like having to figure out when the best time is. You've already decided. And it's really strengthening that decisive muscle. This is like the masculine energy, decisiveness, structure, taking action. Um, So That is really the focus of being able to take your power back is determined by your ability to create structure in your life. So you do feel like you have a handle on it. 
Like it isn't just like bulldozing you over. Not gonna lie, sometimes life just is fucking hard. Sometimes it's just difficult and we have emotional turbulent experiences that throw us off and it is our job to find our way back to our center. There's so many ways that the universe wants to support us, whether that's through coaching, through reading, through therapy, through music, through yoga, through exercise, through meditation. There's so many ways to reconnect to who you really are, which is love and positive energy and beauty and grace and and all things sparkly and magical and incredible and like all those things you know like imagine if you were to meet your little child your inner child if you were to meet the four-year-old version of her you'd be like you're so cute you're so strong you're so capable you're so talented I love you right and so reconnecting with that tenderness before life gave us some of these experiences that make that have caused us to become jaded or doubtful or pessimistic or skeptic or skeptical you know how can we reconnect to that innocence to make ourselves to to come back to our center? Like if anyone's lacking clarity, they're they're lacking connection with self. So as sensitive souls, it's important for us to always be in touch with what's going on with that inner world, creating a plan for how we want to show up to the day, and then showing up for it to make ourselves proud. And say you make a plan, and the plan just goes to shit. It's learning how to be flexible and and have humor. Laugh about it. Okay, you created a plan. Unexpected things happen, and you get to you get to hop back on the jump back on the wagon. What's it called when you fall off the wagon? And and start again. You have another. Maybe it's the morning gets ruined, but you have the afternoon. So how can you shift and pivot and start again? You know, think of that Friends episode. Pivot. <laughs> pivot. <laughs> got to pivot sometimes and that's okay. A little restart, a little refresh and then start again. What's the most important thing? And sometimes I have, I'm overwhelmed and I can't think of the top three things. I literally have to think what's the, the single most important thing for me to get done and then start there and just start, put on some music and just start whatever it might be. Um, and so if you are a sensitive soul and you are on a journey of learning how to get shit done and show up for yourself and make yourself proud, I'm offering a free workshop that's going to be January 29th, 2022. And um, it is for sensitive souls of how to get shit done on a day-to-day basis. And so this is going to be a beautiful training that I'm offering that it's very practical ways to set yourself up for success. And use your sensitivity and your emotions as a superpower rather than seeing it as a weakness, okay? So if you want to join that workshop, you can click the link below. You can also go to kelseyloshow.com slash registration dash page, okay? But the link is in the show notes below. So if this episode has spoken to you and you're like, yes, 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 I need the structure. I need to create that masculine structure for myself in order to really be in my feminine and thrive and get my creative ideas out there and get my house clean and get my shit together in the most loving, tender way, um, this workshop is for you. And so you can be able to sign up and join. All right, guys, that concludes our episode today of Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm so honored to be with you and to be your guide on this roller coaster we call life. I hope you have an incredible day. 
an incredible evening, incredible morning, whatever time you're listening to this. And just remember that you are loved and infinitely supported, okay? Take a moment, drop your shoulders, take a deep breath, put your hand over your heart, and say to yourself, I am loved and infinitely supported. I am loved and infinitely supported. Yes, you are, baby. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you on the next episode.